Hello, this is Jennifer Wolf. I'm the Executive Director of the International Association of Industrial Accident Boards and Commissions. We're also known as the IAIABC. You're listening to the IAIABC's podcast, Accidentally. Since 2015, Accidentally has been exploring policy, practice, and trends within the occupational health, safety, and workers' compensation communities. I am hopeful Accidentally gives you a broader view of our industry and that these episodes spark conversation and debate among listeners. You can listen or download our podcast each month at iaiabc.org slash podcast or find us on your favorite podcast network. I'm really excited about this month's Accidentally podcast because I've got some of my favorite people joining me. Road trips, pool time, and summer vacation can often mean a little more time for reading. In that spirit, the IAIABC staff has collected some of their recent reads to share. So pack your bags and a new book to Adventure, Dream, and learn this summer. Here are a couple of books that have recently been on my list. I Was Worried by a Children's Bible. A dark summer vacation tale, this book explores what happens to a group of young adults and their parents during a catastrophic weather event on the East Coast. The children confront hunger, violence, and loss as it becomes clear The weather has not just caused physical damage, but has broken down the bonds of traditional society. This is a great read for anyone looking at exploring climate change and its impact, not just on nature, but on our society. If you seek to understand, I recommend Cast, The Origins of Our Discontent by Isabel Wilkerson. This eye-opening read explores the caste social constructs of India, Nazi Germany, and the United States. It is a constant reminder that so much of history is found in the untold stories. Hearing from forgotten voices is both challenging but necessary to more fully understand our history and positively shape our future. Wilkerson's call for radical empathy is a path to a kinder, more just society. Jessica, what's on your list? Hi, I'm Jessica Faust. I am the events and marketing assistant. So basically I do events and marketing at the IAIVC. I was on the edge of my seat while reading The Guest List by Lucy Foley. A wedding celebration turns deadly in this murder mystery. Aspiring for perfection, a magazine publisher and a handsome actor are getting married on a private island off the coast of Ireland. With little cell service and a few drinks, the wedding party secrets are about to be revealed. 
Fans of Agatha Christie will enjoy this mystery filled with twists and turns you won't expect. I was uplifted by The Switch by Beth O'Leary. A grandmother and granddaughter swap lives in this charming romantic book. Lena Cotton is told to take a sabbatical from work after a bad presentation, which leads her to go visit her grandmother. Uh, her grandmother, Eileen, is looking for love in her 70s, but there aren't many choices in a small town. Throughout this book, you'll see both women learn, grow, and find love, even if it's not where they expected it to be found. I'm going to turn it over to Carrie for her picks. Thank you, Jessica. I'm going to add those to my to my reading list, um, hopefully for some, some beach reading in the near future. Um, so I'm Carrie Laurie, um, Education and Resources Manager with the IAIABC. So I tend to like um, novels with multiple narrators and I especially enjoy historical fiction. Um, so my first recommendation checks both those boxes. Um, it's um, Before We Were Yours by Lisa Wingate. So Real Foss's story is set in the late 1930s. Real and her siblings are stolen from their parents and their adventurous life on a shanty boat in Memphis, Tennessee and taken to a Tennessee Children's Home Society orphanage. The Tennessee Children's Home Society was an organization involved in the kidnapping of children and illegal adoptions in the 1930s and 1940s. So can Real protect herself and keep her family together? Avery Stafford is a successful young woman living in present day who returns home to help with a family health crisis only to unravel her family's history. How do Avery and Rill's stories intersect? This novel will keep you on the edge of your seat while you learn about a devastating piece of history along the way. I am currently reading The Hideaway by Lauren K. Denton, which is another story with dual narrators. So Sarah Jenkins is comfortable with her life in New Orleans, which is turned upside down when her grandmother and only family member passes away. She returns to her childhood home, a rundown bed and breakfast that was run by her grandmother, Megs, which is in Sweet Bay, Alabama. In her will, Megs turns over ownership of the hideaway to Sarah and charges her with renovating the house. A colorful cast of senior citizens also has made the hideaway home, and they help Sarah discover the real life of her grandmother. So Megs' life story is also told through the first person narration of Megs herself. So I'm buried in this book currently and hope to learn more about Megs and then also how untangling the story changes Sarah. Those are my recommendations. And with that, I'm going to toss it over to Amaya. Thank you, Carrie. I always love a good little mystery book. So I'll have to add those to my list. Um, my name is Amaya Diaz and I am the community services assistant at the IAIABC. And my first recommendation is Where the Craw Dancing by Delia Owens. I finished this book, I think, in less than a day, which is saying a lot because normally it takes me about two years to finish a book. And it follows the story of Kaya, who is known as the Marsh Girl, and her life growing up in a shack out in the marshes of North Carolina. Abandoned by everyone except her abusive father, Kaya's isolated life is filled with ups and downs. The story takes an unexpected turn when Kaya becomes a prime suspect of murder of the local hotshot. 
The story will keep you on the edge of your seat as you enter Kaya's world and her journey to survive. It's a very great book, and it's also becoming a TV show by Reese Witherspoon. If that is any incentive to pick up a book, there it is. And my second recommendation is The Undocumented Americans by Carla Cornejo Villavicencio. And in this eye-opening creative nonfiction, Ecuadorian immigrant Carla Cornejo Villavicencio shares insight into life as an undocumented immigrant in America. Cornejo focuses on the experiences of undocumented or DACA individuals pulling from her personal life and the interviews with men, women, and children across the country. Through showing the pain, memories, and joy of undocumented immigrants, Cornejo creates a sense of humanity we could all use a little more of. While this was a tough book for myself to read, it really gave me a new perspective and sense of compassion for those who come from different backgrounds, and I would highly recommend. And now I'm gonna pass it off to Greg and his recommendations. So thank you, Amaya. What excellent recommendations. Um, I definitely wanna check out both of those uh, books in the future. Hi everyone, I'm Greg Lutz and I oversee the EDI program for the IAIABC. I have a, a passion for cooking and I am severely addicted to uh, acquiring cookbooks so much to the point that I have literally ran out of a space in my house to, uh, to like have all of these great cookbooks. But I wanted to share with you two of my recent recommendations. Um, Patty's Mexican Table, The Secrets of Real Mexican Home Cooking is an amazing cookbook. Patty Hinich takes us on a visually rich tour of Mexican cuisine, pulling from the influences of her childhood in Mexico City. Patty left her career as a policy analyst in Washington, D.C. to follow her dream of becoming a chef and a Mexican food enthusiast. Patty's story resonated so uh, deeply with me. Um, when I had my midlife crises uh, about 15 years ago, I actually enrolled in a night, a night school program at a, our local culinary institute, and I, I had a desire to become a chef. Well, I quickly realized what hard work that is and how difficult of a journey that that could be. So I, I went back to my day job and stuck with uh, you know that plan going forward. Patty's recipes are unexpected and amazing. Patty provides interesting insight to the origin of each of the ingredients along with the various regions of Mexican cuisine and their influences. Her recipe for shredded pork has been a real game changer for me. And throughout the book, I felt like I was on a personal culinary tour of Mexico with Patty. The other recommendation I have is the new book from the Barefoot Contessa, Modern Comfort Food. This cookbook was published last October, which provided the hug that I needed during the dark and lonely days of the pandemic. Ina Garden is like an old cherished friend over the years, I have acquired many of her cookbooks and I have never been disappointed. Ina conveys pure culinary magic in this book, which she makes you feel like everything is going to be all right. The recipe for Emily's English roasted potato 
has quickly become one of my all-time favorite recipes. Whether you're looking for an amazing grilled cheese sandwich or comfort in a boneless short rib braised in red wine, this book will provide you with the warm hug and comfort food that you can enjoy with your loved ones. Now I'd like to toss it over to Heather Laurie for her recommendations. Thanks, Greg. It's about lunchtime here, so that was really timely. That all sounds delicious. Uh, thank you for sharing. Uh, so I am the Communications and Engagement Director here at the IAIABC. And I enjoy reading a lot of different kinds of books. Um, I go through probably a book every week, uh, maybe more. But these are two of my favorite recent fiction reads. The first is The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. What happens in the in-between between life and death? The character, Nora, feels completely alone, unaccomplished, and regrets much about how she has lived her life. She has reached the point where she doesn't want to live anymore and attempts suicide, but doesn't go straight to the afterlife. She ends up in her midnight library, a place where she can experience all the different lives she could have lived if she'd made different decisions and faced her regrets. The midnight library is an introspective dive into the many twists and turns our lives take and how the smallest of choices lead us down dramatically different paths. The second book I would like to recommend is Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. I love space-related books and movies, and this was no exception. Andy Weir weaves science, math, and unique characters into a thrilling story about a life form that is quickly leeching energy from our sun and threatening life on Earth. It was thrilling, emotional, and thoughtful, and Weir's attention to detail is incredible. I could not put it down, and it was exciting until the last minute. If you read and enjoyed The Martian, this is just as good. Now I'm going to turn it over to my colleague, Brianna, who is going to give us her recommendations. Brianna? Thanks, Heather. Those books sound super interesting. I might have to add those to my list as well. I'm Brianna Schumann, the Community Services Administrator here at the IIBC. As the epitome of an introvert, Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking by Susan Cain helped me realize what many may consider weaknesses of introverts are actually their strengths. Written by an introvert, the book explains how and why introverts function the way they do and how this affects their daily lives when surrounded by extroverts in American society. Whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, or somewhere in between, this book provides great insight to the inner machinations of the introvert mind. Did you know eels can dream? My second book recommendation is Soul of an Octopus, a surprising exploration into human consciousness by Cy Montgomery. This book not only explores the absolute majesty of octopus lives, but the incredible natural wonders of the ocean world and how it relates to human consciousness. While I haven't quite finished this one, I've been in awe of the firsthand insights shared by the author. This read has me rethinking how I've previously viewed ocean life and challenges some previous thought patterns of mine. Follow this book up with the Netflix documentary, My Octopus Teacher, a beautiful story of unexpected friendship and the healing power of nature. 
We hope you enjoyed our IAIABC staff reads for this summer. Look for these books at your favorite independent bookseller or local library. What books are on your list? We'd love to hear from you as well. Share what you're reading at jwolf at iaiabc.org. Talk with you soon. Cheers. Accidentally.